on the field and inside the clubhouse. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Now broadcasting live from American Family Field, here's Dominic Catronio. Oh, wow. What a win. The Brewers needed that to say the least. A 7-0 dominant shutout win. However, it was only dominant really for the last four innings or so. But the Brewers clicked into the gear that they were supposed to be. They got a gift to do it. We're going to talk about that huge seventh inning that the Brewers got going with thanks to an error by the Cubs. Christian Yelich wakes up. He has a four-hit game, his first four-hit game since the cycle back on May 11th. He also hits a home run in this game. Willie Adamas, Colton Wong. There's a lot of good news from this, and we haven't even mentioned the starting pitching dominating again. Brandon Woodruff. Six shutout innings with 10 strikeouts, his 14th career, 10 strikeout game. Great work from Big Woo. The Brewers get the win, and they go for the series win tomorrow. Is everything perfect? No. Are things trending upward? Maybe too soon to tell. But this is the first step. Get back on track against a team that you're supposed to beat in the Chicago Cubs. And... You beat a lefty, and I put air quotes around that because you didn't beat him until he was out of the game, obviously, when the right-hander came in in Rowan Wick. The Brewers needed this win. Really, I wouldn't say it would save their season, but it proved to them in the fashion that they won tonight tells you that it's in there. What we've been saying all along, this offense can be deadly top to bottom in the flash of a pan. All of a sudden, you see bang, 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 three home runs hit, Uh, some sustainable offense with getting guys on base, and then the big hit happened. They did some timely small ball, as we like to say here on the show. It was a good win. We're going to talk about all angles of this. We'll be with you for about 45 minutes tonight to the the, uh, bottom of the hour at 10.30 coming up in just a little bit. I would love to hear your participation. You can text us. You can call us as well. Brewers Extra Innings with the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620. Again, 855-616-1620. And in all of that, we haven't even mentioned the big league debut. He didn't get an A-B yet, but Garrett Mitchell is with the club. He got into the game in center field. He did not get an at-bat, but I would imagine he's probably going to be starting tomorrow. So we're going to react to that news as well. Vinny Rettino will be joining us in just a little bit from uh, Valley Sports Wisconsin. But just a quick little thought of this game. This is what the Brewers' offense was supposed to look like. It's just obviously the 7th and 8th inning is a little later than scheduled for this offense to arrive. They still have some issues. With runners in scoring position, we're going to dive into the numbers on that. We're going to hear from the manager, Craig Council, and we'll have some highlights to come in just a little bit. I have a poll up on my Twitter right now as well, at Dom underscore Catronio. Some interesting results so far right now. So it's at Dom underscore C-O-T-R-O-N-E-O. I want to know who your postgame MVP is. And you can discuss it. You can text it to us. You can tweet it to me as well. The options are Brandon Woodruff, Christian Yelich, Colton Wong, or somebody else. We want you to reply, somebody else. Go ahead and vote, see the results, and come on back and take a listen here. You can always text 855-616-1620 as well. A lot to get to, not a lot of time to do it, but hey, the Brewers got a win. A little happier today leaving the ballpark, but 
The work is not yet finished. A big one coming tomorrow with Eric Lauer on the mound against the right-hander, Adrian Sampson. We'll preview that a little bit later as well. Vinny Rutino will join us in just a little bit as your home of the Brewers. Brewers Extra Innings rolls on on WTMJ. Seven to nothing. It's their eighth shutout victory of the season, and they do it against the rival Cubs. I'm Dominic Catronio. This is Brewers Extra Innings. If you want to participate in the show, you can tweet me at Dom underscore C O T R O N E O, or you can join in on the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line, 855 616 one six twenty. A few tweets and texts have rolled in right now. We're going to first get to uh, one of the texts here. Fantastic W from the Brewers. This is from Mike in Sheboygan Falls. Excelled in all phases of the game. With the current stretch of 18 games in 17 days, we need contributions from everyone, which is what we had this evening. That said, I remain convinced as Christian Yelich goes yard for the Brewers. Who do you believe will be the key player on the 40-man roster that needs to step up for another postseason appearance. Thank you for the question, Mike. Uh, that's the man you just uh, said. It's Christian Yelich. When he goes, this entire lineup goes. And I know we've said that a lot about Willie Adamas, and he's been carrying the load. Even Rowdy, uh, Rowdy Telez and Hunter Renfro have carried the load at times. But when Christian Yelich, I'm not saying he has to have four hits every single night, but when Christian Yelich has the night like he had tonight, sprays a couple of hits the other way, beats out an infield hit as well, and, oh, by the way, Crushes a hanging breaking ball for a three-run home run. He's starting to get his confidence and his mojo back with the power stroke. That can be somebody that's going to be a massive difference maker. I've been saying all season long, do not be asking for 2019 Christian Yelich. You are looking for the Christian Yelich that his advanced numbers say he should be performing better than he is, meaning his quality of contact, his uh, plate discipline. And when you look at what he's been doing in this last week, he's actually starting to hit the ball in the air again, not just a million ground balls, as evidenced by the home run, of course. But even the last couple of games, he's been attacking early in counts, getting hard contact, deep flyouts to left center, to center field. That's encouraging signs. And you want to get lost in the advanced metrics and things of that nature. I understand why it's such a polarizing topic. But, you know, 20 years ago, we see a guy hitting deep flyouts to center or deep flyouts to left center. We're like, Dude, just get it on the ground and get on base kind of thing. And who cares how hard you hit it if it's an out? But now you can look and see, well, I'm actually crushing these baseballs, just not getting anything out of it. So I'm not really doing anything wrong right now. Good things can continue to happen as long as I continue to make quality contact. So I believe it has to ride on Christian Yelich for what the Brewers have to do moving forward. Doug chimed in as well. This team really goes to town when left-handers leave the game. Yeah, what a story that's been this season. What a difference that they have made. Big names come through tonight. Need more of that. Now let's win back-to-back games and keep the momentum going tomorrow. I agree, Doug. Thanks for the input there as well. When you look at this team offensively, they were still struggling with runners in scoring position in the contest. They weren't getting things going for the first six innings against the Southpaw. And it felt like how the Cubs felt last night when Freddie Peralta exited the game. It's like, oh, finally, not Freddie Peralta. So the Brewers lately have been like, oh, finally, not a left-handed starter. And it's not even that they've been struggling against left-handed relievers either. It's just been an overall thing, struggling against left-handed starters. And my theory on that is that the lineup changes so much against a left-handed starter that it's already kind of putting themselves behind the eight ball with a lack of some of your 
primary players like the Colton Longs and the Rowdy Telezes haven't been playing much against lefties. Granted, they both got the starts tonight, which I loved that. Put them into the fire, see what they can provide for you. And Colton Long stayed in the entire game and ends up hitting a home run off of a right-hander a little bit later. So a great, great outing in the last couple of innings for the Brewers' offense. Again, we got the poll up right now. Who's your game MVP? You can vote on my Twitter at Dom underscore Catronio. Right now, Christian Yelich is in the lead. Got a few more minutes left on that poll. We'll be with you until 10.30 tonight, by the way. So plenty more to talk about here on Brewers Extra Innings. But we got a text in here as well talking about that the game MVP should be Brandon Woodruff. And he dominated when we needed it. That comes from Bruce. Thanks for the text, Bruce. I agree. I My vote personally, I know Christian Yelich hit the home run. My vote personally would have been Brandon Woodruff because it would have been very easy to fall flat after what Freddie Peralta did, six no-hit innings, and he gets pulled after 82 pitches, 81 pitches. And to come out, you know, Cubs are rearing at the bit to get back going. I mean, they really only, the Brewers only made two bad pitches yesterday, and they were both to Ian Happ. Everyone else was over, so you figured they were going to bounce back in some way, shape, or form, and Brandon Woodruff made sure of that. And the big key for Brandon Woodruff to make sure of it was first pitch strikes. 19 of 23 first pitch strikes. And furthermore, you think of the get-me-over curveball. He was 9 for 9 on first pitch strikes with the curveball. He kept Cubs hitters off balance all night. He gets 10 strikeouts. That's the 14th time in his career he's got 10 strikeouts or more in a game. And when you look at the split of his strikeouts, he was doing it with a little bit of everything. Four on the four-seamer, two on the sinker, three on the curveball, and even one on the slider. He was keeping them guessing. He really didn't even need his changeup, but granted, he wasn't facing many lefties in this order tonight from the Cubs. A lot more to get to here. we got Vinny Rutino coming in here in just a moment as well. Brewers win 7 and nothing. We want to continue to hear from you as well. Brewers Extra Innings rolls on 855-616-1620 is the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. We'll be right back after news at the top of the hour on WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. And the pitch. Swing and a foul tip. Caratini hangs on. It's another strikeout for Brendan Woodruff. That's number 10 in the game for Woody. 14th career double-digit strikeout game for Brandon Woodruff. He's on it tonight. Bob Euchre and Jeff Levering on the call. He gets a no decision, though, does Brandon Woodruff in the Brewers' 7 nothing victory. I'm Dominic Catronio. This is Brewers Extra Innings. If you want to participate in the show, the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line, that's 855-616-1620. Right now, we're joined by Vinny Rutino, former Brewer, hopping on the show in... Look, Brandon Woodruff, Christian Yelich, Willie Adamas, Cole Wong. There's a lot of different directions we can go in this game. Uh, let's just start with the fact that a simple overreaching note here. The Brewers scored seven runs. I mean, and once that seventh inning happened, the game was never in doubt. Pour it on runs. Feeling like the pressure valve was finally releasing. What did you make of getting a high-quality win like that tonight. Yeah, well, here's the thing. It, it felt like it was a rerun of last night. It felt like a rerun of all these games that the Brewers are playing, one-run one games, two-run games, whatever, and they haven't been able to get that next hit, get that big home run, and tonight they were able to. And it, Yeah, it, so what that feels like in the clubhouse is all of a sudden you feel like you can breathe, you can relax a little bit. You, pitchers don't have to be perfect. They have some room for error. So 
that's that's what it felt like for for me as a fan, and and I'm sure that's what it felt like for the dugout for the clubhouse. So that was a really big win. Um, you know, the fact that they didn't score against uh, Drew Drew Smiley, but they did hit the ball hard against them. They were lining out left and right first six innings. Drew Smiley left that game unscathed, but that was a good sign that they didn't panic. They continued with the same approach, and then they poured it on with the seven runs in the last two innings. I'll ask you the poll question as well. Who's your game MVP from this one? Yeah, I, I got to agree with 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 you, and and uh, you know it's got to be Brandon Woodruff. The fact that he goes out, he's a stopper. I mean, Dom, he is just so dominant. And the fact that he knows that his the team's back is up against the wall. He he knows that. He felt the 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 feeling of that loss last night, the gut punch, the snake bitten feel of that, and he goes out and did what he did. That that just solidifies for me that he is the team MVP in this game. And my goodness, he could be the team MVP in the second half, uh, just the way that he's been pitching as well. So for Brandon Woodruff, now eleven starts since coming off the injured list. The numbers are flying off the page. A four and record, a two point three five ERA. In 65 innings, he has 79 strikeouts, just 19 walks, and a 208 average. Now, there's no such thing as second-half All-Stars, but Brandon Woodruff would be at the top of that list for me and how important he's been to the Brewers in the second half. Yeah, or a second-half Cy Young. I mean, he'd definitely be in that conversation for for certain. I mean, um, the team, you can feel it. The team has a different feel when he is on the mound. Obviously, Corbin Burns as well. Like They, they know that they have a chance to win. Um, it's just a really impressive outing. I mean, he... I mean, he threw the kitchen sink at the Cubs, and they couldn't touch anything. I mean, he didn't get any strikeouts on the changeup, but he threw 10 of them and six of them for strikes. So, again, it's just like it's very difficult, very uncomfortable feeling looking at opposing at-bats when they're facing Brandon Woodruff when he's got everything working like that. When Christian Yelich connected on the ball, wasn't far from you guys in Nelly's corner either. Uh, when Christian Yelich connected on it, first of all, you knew it was gone. The crowd erupted. Christian had a moment with the dugout, too. But this felt even more relieving than the one when he broke the home run drought, if that makes sense. Why do you think that is? I don't know if you share that feeling as well. Yeah, I mean, because there was significance to, uh, you know, A, it looks like Christian Yelich is continuing to be pretty consistent. And then, you know, B, you know, having him hit home runs is is really a big thing for this offense. And then C, it's the fact that that contributed to a very, very big win. This was a very, very big win for the Brewers just because if they lose this game – how demoralizing would that be? They they lose a game to every single team that they're fighting with in this playoff race. And so, yeah, that home run kind of solidified that they were going to most likely win this game and then those other two reasons as well. So really big homer by, by Yelly there. And, and to your point about chasing, the Braves lost on a walk-off walk to the Cardinals by Kenley Jansen. So thanks for nothing, Kenley. <laughs> uh, the Cardinals win 6-5 to five against the Braves, and also the Padres held on to win 4-3 over the Royals. So that makes it all the more important. Like you said, they didn't lose ground. All you care about is wins at this point in the season. Yeah, unfortunate that you win and they don't gain ground, but you kind of have to look at this half full, right? I mean, you didn't lose ground, and so that is key. And, and again, I think I think if this team focuses, and we talked about this a couple of days ago, if the team focuses on going 1-0 and every single day, not going to go one and zero every single day, but if they focus on that and, and and really not even think about it in in series, you just got to win today because that their backs are really up against the wall. Those other three teams that they're chasing on paper 
are probably better than them. I'm just going to say it, Dom. On paper, right now, those teams are better. Than, so, so you got to get something those that intangible like winning streak that that feel that you know doesn't matter. We're going to win. We're going to come back and win. They got to get that, and it happens by going one and zero every day or having that mindset. All right, we got more with Vinny Rotino. We got to talk Garrett Mitchell's debut as well. The Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line eight five five six one six one six twenty on the home of the Brewers. WTMJ. Another 2-2. Curveball blasted deep right. Way back. Gone for Yelich. A massive three-run home run for the Brewers' leadoff man, and the Brewers have busted it wide open. It's 4-0. Jeff Levering's call of Christian Yelich's home run. That one made it wide open. Brewers could relax for a moment and enjoy a 7-0 win. This is Brewers Extra Innings. I'm Dominic Catronio with Vinny Rotino. One thing we haven't really touched on yet here in the show, a call-up and kind of a surprising one. Garrett Mitchell, his contract selected from AAA Nashville. I had been saying on the show this past week, saying if someone's going to get called up, it's probably going to be Este Uri Ruiz. And the Brewers say, nope, we're going to put a guy on the 40-man roster and add Garrett Mitchell, the 2020 first-round pick out of UCLA, a guy who didn't have a minor league season in 2020, was hurt a lot of last season, and now here he is tearing it up, win healthy in AAA, and probably going to get a start tomorrow in center field. What should the Brewers fans be excited about with Garrett Mitchell? Well, let me just back up real quick too, Dom. He did not have to be protected on the 40-man this offseason right. either. He was not Rule 5 eligible. So this is a this is a pretty big you know, pat on the back, like, hey, we need you. Um, what they, what Brewers fans should be excited about is the fact that this guy is a potential five-tool player. Now, the power hasn't come yet in the minor leagues, but it's certainly there in batting practice. I mean, he launches balls out of the, out of all parts of the ballpark in batting practice. Um, he's only hit a handful of home runs in in the minor leagues, but that's not what the Brewers are going to ask him to do. They're going to ask him to play defense. They're going to ask him to run the bases exceptionally well. Seventeen stolen bases, only caught once this year in the minor leagues. He's also hit. You know, he's hitting 340 right now at the AAA level. So he's going to be a guy that's going to spray the ball around the field, just exactly what they need. A guy that's going to, you know, put pressure on the opposing team, putting the ball in play, putting it in play hard on the ground, and then legging, legging balls out. I mean, I've heard him hitting ground balls up the middle for a base hit and legging out doubles. That's how fast this guy is. Um, really excited to see him play. Looked like he was excited to get in the ball game. Unfortunately, he didn't get in that bat tonight, but uh, it looked like he it looked like to me that he looked like he thought he belonged here, which is a big deal. He's, he looks comfortable. Yeah. He's ready to take out. I love his quotes pregame with the media. Uh, somebody asked him, what's your brand of baseball? How, what can Brewers fans expect to use it? I, I'm going to run out every ball hard. I, I like to say it's electric. And that's been the word that's kind of followed him. Even David Stearns talked about it as well in his uh, uh, press conference with the media as well, saying that this kid's electric, five-tool, legitimate five-tool. Out of UCLA, he's got the winner's pedigree out of there. And anyone that's coached by John Savage knows what they're doing as a West Coast guy. I know John Savage knows what he's doing out there in Westwood, but for Garrett Mitchell, what what is the role to be expected for him moving forward? It, it was teased. Maybe this is a platoon. Maybe this is a once or twice a week. What do you expect out of Garrett Mitchell? You know, I think tomorrow is going to be a big you know tell as to what we're going to expect out of the role. But it sounds like for now they're they're coming into this thinking that he's going to platoon. He's going to bat, he's going to start against right-handed pitchers, and against lefties is going to be Tyrone Taylor. 
But you might see what we saw tonight where he comes in for Tyrone Taylor if Tyrone Taylor is starting for defense late in the ball game because, you know, I, I love Tyrone Taylor. You know, I think it's just a tiny bit fringy in terms of being an everyday defensive center fielder, major league center fielder. We saw that he, he, he missed the ball tonight. That could have backfired on the Brewers. Um, it was an exceptional jump. He just didn't come up with the play. Garrett Mitchell's going to make those plays. From everything that I'm hearing and reading about him, it's a, it's an 80 defender. Like they, Scouts don't throw out 80s. They throw out 80 on the defense for Garrett Mitchell. He's that dynamic. The word electric, like you said, has been used a ton with him, and that's what we're going to see from him. So it's going to be nice to have a guy that can defend like that out in center field taking nothing away from Tyron Taylor. I think he's improved. I think he's close to being an everyday type of defender out in center, but just those plays like tonight, uh, Ty, uh, Garrett Mitchell is going to be able to make those. That's why we bring you on, man. You know what you're talking about. <laughs> this is great. Thanks for coming on here, Vinny. Yeah. You've, you've grinded in the minors. You know what these guys do. You've got great connections, and you do great work as well in the pre- and post-game with our television friends on Ballet Sports Wisconsin. Appreciate it, Dom. Hey, can't sing your praises enough. You're doing a great job on this show. Um, I know I'm a fan. Thanks, buddy. we got more to come here on Brewers Extra Innings, the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620. On the home of the Brewers, WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Brewers win seven to nothing. What a victory for the Brew Crew! They needed it. It's not over yet. They need to win a series tomorrow. There's no mincing words with this few games left in the season. You need to win series. You need to win games, especially when the teams you're chasing ended up winning as well. So there won't be any changes in the standings. But before we jump into the playoff picture, let's hear from the manager, Craig Council, about how important it was to get some runs on the board and what a great day this was. Yeah, I mean, Woody pitched great. I mean, I think that's number one. Um, you know, put up a bunch of zeros when their starter was was pitching pretty well himself. Um, and then we we, did, we put a good couple good innings together against the relievers. So um, that's that's been the last last two series against them. As we've got to their bullpen a couple times, and um, you know, got got ourselves a little breathing room tonight, which is good. What led to that success against the Cubs bullpen tonight? Well, I, th- I think, you know, two good at-bats to start the inning. Um, you know, Vic got ahead in the count and nice line drive. Colton battled with two strikes, got a base hit, and then we laid down a really good bunt, and they made a mistake. Um, and then Yelly had a really good at-bat. So it was just this productive at-bats, you know, back, you know, consecutively. Um, that's what it takes to, to put together good run scoring rallies, and a home run in there always helps. When, when, when a hitter's fouling off as many pitches and kind of like straight back falls as Yelich was in that event. Does that kind of give you an idea that he's a bit locked in on? on no, I mean, I just think staying in the at-bat is, is the important thing there and, and making the guy, you know, it, it means probably fouling off some good pitches for the pitcher. Um, and then he, he left the curveball up. Um, he fouled off a curveball down, fouled off a couple fastballs up, and he got a curveball in the middle of the plate. For Christian, that's his first four-hit game since the cycle game. I mean, how does the offense and the lineup change when he's getting on base like that? Yeah, I mean, I think, look, I mean, I think the home run is a big deal. Um, you know, three-run homers are, are you know, game-changing plays for sure. Um, but, I mean, he, 
you know, Christian's he hit the ball really hard today, um, which is what we you know we've seen when he's doing good. Just a lot of hard contact um, and, and good at bats. Um, and obviously, these guys in the middle they want they want guys on base and they want their shot at it. And and Christian getting on base helps them out. Sorry, how, how did that homer just kind of help free everybody else up? It just felt like it was a collective, like... Well, yeah, I mean, it's look, it's been a struggle scoring runs. So it's, so I think, um, you know, a four-run lead, uh, those have been tough to come by for us. Um, and um, so a, a play like that, um, it does, it, it does. We've been playing so many close games, so many games where the reliever's coming in and he's got no margin for error. And um, just to create some breathing room. I mean, even, you know, just think about that inning for Matt Bush with, without, you know, if, he, if he's making that in a, in a one-run game or a two-run game, totally different inning. So um, just giving some breathing room was nice for a night. Breathing room, that's the name of the game. Brewers haven't had this kind of a game with being able to relax and being able to, okay, let's coast, let's go in. It's the first time they've won a game with more than five runs scored since before the trade deadline. You have to go back to the Saturday in Boston against the Red Sox in which they scored more than five runs to win a game. What a night. Great to hear from the manager. we got highlights to come from a big win from the Brewers. 7 nothing shutout win over the Cubs on the home of the Brewers, WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Ready for this? Get up! This? Get up! And this? Get out of here! Go! Time for tonight's highlights. Here's Dominic Catronio. This game almost started completely differently. Brandon Woodruff was dealing with a man on third and nobody out, and he responded with a pair of strikeouts and a ground out to set the tone for how this game was going to go. But the Brewers' offense wasn't doing much either. They started the game 0-for-6 with runners in scoring position. Meanwhile, Brandon Woodruff went six shutout frames with 10 Ks. We fast forward to the seventh when the action really got going. Trying to use some small ball to move runners over, a bunt from Jace Peterson turned into chaos. The pitch home, squares to bunt, lays it down. It's a perfect bunt, fielded by Morrell. Fires to first, it's down the right field line! Caratini comes in to score. It's 1-0 Brewers. Small ball works for Jace Peterson and the crew. So that gets the first run across, but the big swing came on the very next batter, Christian Yelich to the plate. Another 2-2. Curveball blasted deep right. Way back. Gone for Yelich. Massive three-run home run for the Brewers' leadoff man, and the Brewers have busted it wide open. It's 4-0. Brewers ring the bell with another homer from Yelich, and remember, you don't have to wait until Christmas time to ring the bell and put money in the Salvation Army red kettle. Donate now at samilwaukee.org. But they weren't done with the long ball. Colton Long would add a homer in the eighth, and just for good measure, Willie Damas made sure to finish this off. Adamas to left and deep. Get up! for Willie. He just added two more with his 26th of the year. A high, towering drive out of here and left. Bob Uecker on the call, and the Brewers coasted from there. A 7-0 win tonight as they 
even the series, a game apiece against the Cubs. We'll wrap things up next on WTMJ. Hey, a win is a win. 7-0, the Brewers victorious over the Cubs. They go for the series tomorrow with left-hander Eric Lauer against right-hander Adrian Sampson. Our coverage begins at noon with Brewers warm-up with yours truly. Game is scheduled for 1-10 here at American Family Field. We hope to see you at the ballpark. If not, catch us right here on the radio with your home of the Brewers, WTMJ. The postseason picture remains the same. Still six games back of the Cardinals and two and a half games back of the Padres. So work to be done, but work in time to get that work finished. Thank you so much for listening to Brewers Extra Innings. I'm Dominic Catronio. For our producer in our studios, Justin Pottinger, thank you again for listening. Until next time, keep on swinging.